Everybody's welcome to have a cocktail. I jeez. <laughs> Steve, do you want to split the last hop slam? Nope, it's gone. Oh, Dan's got it. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were going cocktail. Podtail. We need Sean to, need Sean to make a podtail. Well, we do want to talk a little bit about uh, last week, so that's that's on the agenda. Did we do bad? We just want we, we just didn't do just want to recap. Elisa, Elisa was on this mic, and I think I thought she might have been clipping, so I may have touched this one. Okay. The level, the pad. Well, I had, delayed, to, just so you know. I had to turn that one down because now we've got Irk there. So. Do you need a mic check? Welcome, Irk. Hi. Out. Uh, Sean will be delayed. So life, life is um, interesting this week because we have a guest. Friend of the pod. And we have a new member, and so it's going to be a different kind of pod this week. It was a different kind of pod last week. Should we talk about that? Because I still haven't we, heard it. You haven't heard it? Well, who has uh, the time? Who <laughs> has the time? <laughs> what was it posted? I got Lost Season 2 to get through. How can I make time for the pod? Um, last week's pod was, I was very impressed. I was very pleased that the group that was here pulled off a podcast. It was, so. it was a good effort, but... But... No! Uh, I, I was very happy that you guys did it. The best part was Wine Wednesday, and I think your line, when you <laughs> couldn't say whatever the word was, it's like... the wine's... Uh, I think the wine's working. Uh, oh, yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> um, because you were uh, definitely stumbling at, at some point in there. Um, I think it was very relaxed. It was very casual. You guys kind of had a good time with it. So We had the, probably the, uh, the happiest... Funnest lunch that day too. Oh really? Yeah. Because uh, this is what happens when you're not here. That happened when you left too. Yeah. It's been about what six years of it's, just great it's, times, it's and been now I'm back. Absolutely perfect. And now, yeah, you're just <laughs> wow. darkening the door again. Right. <laughs> love. Feel the love. No, I uh, Ross explained advertising in the podcast. Really good thing for a. Yeah, I just figured, you know, the stocks are dropping, the Chicago office closed, we need all the help we can get, you know, I got on that. Should we tell them the Chicago office closed? <laughs> Again. Like, yeah, like years ago now? Two years ago? It, when it's did it close? three times. It's closed three times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. This is nothing new. I mean. We do this all the time. Um, no, I thought you guys, th- thank you very much for doing what you did last, uh, last week, for getting something out. I thought I was going to get like 15 minutes of on air and you guys knocked it out of party. I think it was one of the longest podcasts we've had. It was. Actually. I mean, we we said that after we were done. We're like, wow, that was an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, it was very, very lengthy. Um, so we should kick us off. Uh, we are the Worldwide IT Guys. I am Steve. I'm Dion. Aaron. John. Carla, you have to actually you know, say so, lean into a mic somewhere. I would that yeah. mic or... You're going to be here. Hello. <laughs> That's Carla. <laughs> Dan. 
and Ross. And Sean uh, will probably pop in at some point here, and we'll probably lose Irk at some point. So we should talk to Irk as much as we can before uh, before we do anything else. Um, t- tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and you're on the road. What do you got planned, Irk? Well, I'm here most of the day, so yeah. I thought we would have a nice day of it. But you know, my wife will be sleeping by the time I get home. Are you bringing, you know, heart-shaped chocolates for everyone? There may be something. I'm not going to spoil it, but let's just say... It's County Airport gift shop. This is the best place to shop. <laughs> Duty-free. No, I think I have a little something for this audience. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's from, uh, you. you should put a plug in. Put a plug in for the Smack Dab Bakery in... Where? Rogers Park, Chicago. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Smack Dab Bakery, is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, it's called Smack Dab. It's a bakery slash restaurant. They do more than just baked goods. Coffee. They actually have this concept where they're doing free meals every other Wednesday. I liked how you said that. Was You had a little NPR vibe to it. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. So ah, maybe there we I'm go. trying to... Bring some of that in. Has anyone ever... Do people listen to that show on public radio? Yeah, Yeah, I do. do. Has anyone ever gone to it? It's here in Chicago. It's the Chase Theater. Have you been? Uh, No, I have not. uh, No? No? Never heard of it. Oh. Uh... Never, never gone, but uh, yeah, that would be, be a fun, a fun, thing, fun to do. thing to do. Yeah, I had a, a uh, buddy go once, and he said it was a lot of fun. Bill Curtis is always on it, <laughs> announcing. Um, yeah, it's a good, sh- it's a g- fun show. Yeah, they do a nice job, sort of making the news more palatable and interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's fun games. They have interesting guests too. They get random people on to play their quiz shows. Well, and, and, you know, frankly speaking of other podcasts, because that's what we do here is we promote everything else. We now have new competition. Uh-oh. Well, the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh. You saw that, right? Yes. The Ron Burgundy podcast has come out, and everybody should check it out. I have not listened to it yet, but I've read some interesting things. Is it, uh, what's his face? Actually Will Ferrell. Just yeah. doing that character? It is Will Ferrell doing that character. Is sort of pitched as... Ron Burgundy and Ron Burgundy's world kind of talking about stuff, and you assume he's going to bring in other characters, you assume he's going to bring in other sort of on-theme stuff. But um, uh, the review I read, which I think the one that was posted, is uh, basically um, he was just going off doing Ron Burgundy things. It was all about Ron Burgundy, the first episode. But he can't do that every time, right? That That's... First show, you expect that sort of thing. So is this something that Will Ferrell can just go off and do because he can? Or is it because of, like, that character is owned by copyright? That's a great question. Yeah, the, who somebody owns, who owns a character? Yeah. The details so of to promote something is it licensing you know, or rights, man, you know, to that or is there a how game where he's promoting, you know, Ron Burgundy part two. three, yeah, or, you know, yeah. Was yeah, there yeah. a second? That, I would, I would wager that. Three. I would wager it's all tied to the, the company that owns the, the rights yeah. and that there will be a new movie somewhere down the road. There, or he's just selling more Sex Panther cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Six episodes, ten episodes in a season, and then there will be a movie that comes out. That, that's or kind a TV of, show on Netflix, a limited yeah, series of yeah, yeah. 12 episodes with, you know, got blah, blah, blah. Something that's, silly I, like That's that. my guess, but yeah. we'll see. I don't think I saw that well, there was a second film. The Anchorman? Anchorman? There was. Anchorman I don't think I, I never saw it. Oh, my God. It was a good sequel, I thought. It was very good. Yeah. I, I had a good time in that movie. Um, yeah. So check out Ron Burgundy podcast, I guess. After you finish this one. <laughs> no, go right now. 
<laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> do we have a? Can you put in some waiting music on when we do the editing? <laughs> All right, insert waiting music. Uh, yeah, I think we definitely. So need to we do never that. got an update. Were there any good stories from last week? Your trip? We need Sean like, to do that. So well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, okay. I think we have to wait for Sean to come in. To get to talk we can wait. While we wait for Sean, I can tell you a story of my travels here. So uh, I'm coming from the Pacific Northwest, the Seattle area, which got a once-every-30-year winter slam, back-to-back-to-back uh, back back storms, like three storms. And so it was unlikely that I was going to make it here um, on Monday with my original flights. So I, I changed my flights. So what is that, like five inches there? Or yeah, what? right. <laughs> we got, uh, over the weekend, we got about seven at my house, the first big storm, and then that's, I that's left. Big for you guys. Yeah, and then I left, and we got another four or five. So, um, but then it rained all day, apparently, yesterday, which just caused the snow to get really heavy and well, problems. So, um, anyway, I changed my flights to, there was like a window of about few three hours that it wasn't going to snow. I got the first flight out Monday morning, and it, it worked out, but... What I was anxious about the night before was, I think the flight will be fine, but normally I don't live far from the airport, and so I just get like a lift to pick me up, and it's not a problem. And so my flight's early in the morning, a 6.40 a.m. like departure, so I have to be, I'm up at 4.30, um, and I, I'm, I call, or I try to schedule a car, and the car isn't normally as close as it would be. It's in route to the airport. They're going to drop somebody and then come by and pick me up. So they're like 25 minutes. I'm watching. So I'm like, fine. I'm watching the car get to the airport, and I'm watching them turn. Oh, yes, they're coming to get me, and the ride cancels. They're going to get someone else. So then they reschedule another car for me. Same situation. 18 minutes out from the airport, then they'll come and get me. And I I just have this feeling. I went on Uber. They had the same sort of circumstance. I was like, this is a disaster. And so (laughs) the, the night before, I had anticipated maybe this would happen, and I... I looked into buses. What? Because I don't live that far from the airport that there is a bus depot about a uh, ten-minute walk from my house. That I, there was You've a. Already been waiting. There so was a. Yeah. So there was a 4:55 a.m. first bus of the day that I could take directly to the airport if I could get there in time. So I have. I look at the bus schedule. It says arriving three minutes early, which is in seven minutes. There's snow everywhere. I grab my boots, which I wasn't planning to take. I haul ass. I grab my suitcase where I can drag it down the street. I drag it where it's too snowy. I carry it. Carry it. Yeah. I am huffing and puffing and running, you know, almost a mile to get to the bus stop. I get to the bus stop. No buses are there. I'm like, I think I made it. There's a there's a guy there waiting. I'm like, you waiting for the 560? He goes, yeah, I'm waiting. And I was like, it's. I was like, great, I've made it. So I'm sitting there. Uh, I look at my phone again to see the bus tracker. I don't see it on the list. I'm like, oh, no. maybe we missed it. This guy missed it too. It was early or whatever. So I'm I'm sitting there wondering what to do. Should I order another car? And then these two people show up in like blue jumpsuits, and I'm like, I recognize that that outfit. And this woman comes up to me and she goes, "Hi, I'm Denise Whitaker for Como Four News. Do you have a moment to talk to me about Ooh. travels today?" So I'm like, "Explain your whole." Story? She goes, "Well, she goes, are you going to the airport?" And I'm like, "Yes, I am. Is your flying today?" I was like, I hope so. She's like, well, do you have time to talk to me on the news this morning? I was like, do you have time to give me the ride to the airport when we're done? (laughs) Which she did not respond to. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
But so I'm like looking at the phone, weighing my options, trying to talk to this woman as the camera guy is sort of getting set up to start filming some of this. And then the bus rolls up. Oh, shit. So I see the bus. I'm like, sorry, Denise. I'm out. I got to go. Good luck with your segment. Sorry, Denise. (laughs) (laughs) So I get on the bus. It's smooth sailing, more or less, to the airport. I get to the airport, get through security, and as I'm getting the, the, my favorite part of this story is I'm getting my bags off of the security line, and this TSA employee, you know, he looks at me and he goes, gives me this odd look, he goes, do you work out? You must work out. And I'm, Whoa, I'm like, wow. what? Excuse me? And he, he goes, yeah, I mean, do you work out? I was like, well, I play uh, I play some soccer. He's like, oh, yeah, down at the university? And I oh, was no. like, no, not at the university, at some local soccer complex. He's like, hmm, okay, well, you have a good flight. And I was oh, just no. like, this was the icing on my cake Is that it? I got hit on by a TSA <laughs> guy. Could have been, been the icing on your cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All, all of this happening before 5.15 a.m., by the way. I think I might, I think wow. I might need to pat you down, sir. <laughs> I saw that body scan. <laughs> it went green. He's, yeah, he's seen a lot of you. <laughs> My curvaceous nature. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a interesting time. But, yeah, the flight got off a little bit late, but we were – here I am. That um, Amazing. You d- didn't get – I thought you were – like, the end of the story was this guy was, like, going, you were on TV this morning. Yeah. I saw you, like, get on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> if only. My – Three minutes of fame. I missed it. Come see you guys. I love that you asked her if she could give you a ride. <laughs> well, I, I didn't think that that was a bad proposition. Like, yeah, so I'll talk to you, yes. but I'm going to miss a bus, right? Yeah, right. So, like, we're about to help this awesome. guy get to the airport, but he's going to tell us about his story this morning trying to get here. I thought that was... It's going to be a lifestyle piece by the time she's done. Uh, right. <laughs> she's hey, do you work out, by the way? Do <laughs> you work out? <laughs> Just follows me Journey through the Journey through the TSA, you know... My choice of yeah. breakfast burrito at Qdoba at the airport, it would have been a great segment. <laughs> I see you went with the hot habanero. Do you always get hit on by the TSA? Is Sorry, TSA. Denise has dibs. <laughs> <laughs> That is too freaking funny. Nice, nice uh, story. Um, we we had a more harrowing. We could tell our return trip story. Yeah, we had a travel. terrible return from New York where we get on the flight and they pretty much come on almost immediately and say, "Guys, I'm really sorry. I'm going to leave the seatbelt sign on because you know there's turbulence and it's going to get worse as we get kind of towards Chicago." Um, and so we're all prepared for the turbulent thing whatever we'll deal with that it got bumpy around ohio indiana bumps and bruises happened um but it was not a big deal it was just turbulence and um and then we come around and it's obvious we're landing you know they come on and say we're gonna land blah 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 oh by the way turbulence is gonna be worse now so we're gonna like seat everybody on the plane so no service is done everything's done they're gonna come through clean up they're gonna sit down and for the last 40 minutes, 45 minutes, or whatever the flight, they were Staying sat down. Um, meanwhile, everybody gets up to go to the bathroom, you know, during this whole thing. It's like, did you not just listen to them? Like, all of the flight attendants are seated, and you're up because you have to go to the bathroom. Should have thought of this a little while ago. Anyway, they, they come in to do the landing routine, and, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's obvious we're on final approach, and... <sighs> They come down below the cloud ceiling. It was pretty low cloud ceiling. Come down below, and you start to see the ground, the rooftops, and everything. And, you know, great, we're going in. 
and all of a sudden the guy like guns it and peels out off it was rough. back it got up, a little bumpy back up into yeah. the air the and uh, were, were yeah and he's like really sorry about that folks we're going to uh, have to go you know back through the circle here there was a microburst warning and the microburst warning they you know they tell us they got to go as soon as that happens so we pulled off we're going to so you didn't cir- get hit by the burst no you were we're going to the burst was coming, coming as yeah. we were about to pull up so m- get out they have like warning signals and stuff at the airports because this is a big deal sure um and bad for airplanes and so they basically you know when they get the alarm they just tell anybody that's on approach get out um scatter so he circled back around and we're like okay here we go we're going to go back in again same exact thing happens. Same exact thing, and it and it was, it was the bumpy. second go around. It was rougher. Um, yeah. When he when he kind of came out of it, it was a rougher come out of it routine. <laughs> and there wasn't really as much warning on that second no, time either, because no. somebody had gotten up to go to the bathroom right before he was going in for hyper, you know, for the microburst part two, and that dude fell into somebody's lap because he. Shouldn't have gone to the bathroom. Shouldn't yeah. have been up as this guy's going down, and that one was rough. Like that was the one where I'm like, "Does this happen all the time?" I'm like, you know, you've had more experience with this, but I'm like, I've never been in a microburst where like, holy shit, what's happening here? So they aborted. The plane the, is bouncing, and they yeah. aborted the second landing. Oh, uh, and at this point, he comes on and he goes, "Well, you know, I'm really sorry. Same thing. Same yeah, exact well, thing happened." Yeah. And. The really bad news is now the FAA regulations say we have enough fuel. We're no problem, but we FAA regulations say we are to the limit where we probably can't do this again. So we're just going to go to Madison. We're going to land in Madison. We're going to refuel, and then we'll come back. So now it's like everybody's going. We we were like we were there. So yeah, we were inside we're of a thousand feet of landing, and now we're. It's weird though. We were at Madison in like twelve minutes. Yeah, it's like, not we, awesome. yeah, we were we were it's there not, and landing at Madison. It's quick. quicker than the two times around. But then know, we get O'Hare. to Madison, and they pull in. The, you know, you expect that. All right, well, we're going to pull into Madison. They're going to go into a gate. They're going to mm-hmm. refuel us, and they're going to push us back, and we're going to go again. Well, no. Uh, there's no gate available for us, so we're going to sit on the tarmac. Other planes had done the same thing. And we sat we on the tarmac. We first in the queue. For like 35 minutes, yeah, 40 good. minutes. And then we pull into a, you know, finally we get a gate, and it's like, finally we get a gate. And bing, the lights come on, and everybody gets up, and we're going to, you know, get off the plane and stretch our legs and whatever. <laughs> and the and ground the service part. comes on and goes, all right. Anybody that wants to get off the plane, you are allowed to get off the airplane. No problem. Get off the airplane. However, you will not be allowed to get back on the airplane at all, and your bags will not be deplaned. So if you've got bags in the plane... check baggage in the plane, they stay on the plane. They will be on the plane. They will go to Chicago without you. You are, you know, free to go if you want to. Otherwise, you can stay on the plane. Did you just hear like, mo- like, oh, like, nobody got off. Why would you get off? You're, so you're basically we, in Madison then. Was there a Ma- basketball game then? Yeah, Madison's yeah. a fun town. I would have gone. I <laughs> contemplated the, you know, I had no problem. I had a bag. I actually had a change of clothes because I, you know, kind of always when I go to New York, you guys just could prepare rent a car, for another planes, night. Trains and automobiles. It's only a two-hour drive. Um, so anyway, didn't do that. Stayed on the plane. All of us sit there for another hour kind of going, are they ever going to get off? 
And then they come on and go, okay, we're going to refuel, or we've basically refueled and we're ready to go. However, the bad news is it's been snowing, so now we have to de-ice your plane, too. It's just like everything that wanted to slow us down. Our, you know, two-and-a-half-hour flight or whatever became six-and-a-half hours, something Six-and-a-half hours, yeah, and then, you know, yeah, yeah. there were connecting people on that were sitting around me, and they're like... What, what's going to happen? And nobody could give them answers, and they're supposed to be able to look up, like, what's happening to the flight that you were supposed to be on, and they didn't have those answers. None of the telemetry was, like, programmed. They had no data on what was happening at O'Hare. It was, like, a complete shit show. And then, but but I saved the day by sharing my power bank, of you course. know, source. Dude, by like with the, the, whole, the whole section is like, oh, can I plug in? Can I plug in? And I'm like, uh, sure. Do you share your so Wi-Fi? They, they got power at your seat. We didn't have power. I, hey, I was in premium economy. Well, I had I mean, a plug you know, right in my seat. He's got leg room and, you know, he's got <laughs> bottle service. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Business plus. I, I'm in the back with, like, you know, the bathroom people falling all over each other. Yeah. Saying, please, can I spare, can so, you spare some power, sir? Please. I have a connection flight and I have to travel another eight hours and I'm, my phone's dead and I'm like, oh my god, here, yes, please plug in. I'm at 98% enjoying all of this luxury. Mm. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed a story from your way down or over there, on the way there. So I'm, what day would you guys leave? Monday? Monday 4. So I'm online and all of a sudden Flannery pings me and he's like, hey, I'm at the airport, can you uh, help me get on the Wi-Fi? I'm like, can you uh, help me? Because you own the Wi-Fi. Like, what do you mean? It's like, uh, h- how do I do that uh, free uh, iPass thing? Like, I, I, where are you? What, you know? He's like, I'm at a bar. I'm having a double Manhattan right now. Can you help me? Where is he? Is double Manhattan. He's coming. He's coming. A lot of people don't understand. IT support in this company means you have to deal with not only incompetence. Not that Sean's incompetent by any stretch, but <laughs> but also you better get in here. <laughs> but but also inebriation, so it's a double whammy. That there's is a, true. There's that is a true story. Of levels Sean, of you can go to your mic. Oh, okay. yeah. I was just saying oh, how I uh, you asked me to get you on Wi-Fi at the airport. <laughs> yes, I. Well, you know what's funny is yeah, the bartender didn't know how. Well, nobody knows what iPass is, so that's what you're talking about. Well, no, but O'Hare <laughs> does have free Wi-Fi, but he didn't know which network it was. They knew? Like a I remember that back in the it's old days. It's called Wi-Fi O-R-D. Free. Free Wi-Fi well, And there's O-R-D. so many that look like they're just phishing yeah. attempts. Even they are. Whenever you go to an airport, it's That like one is too, by the way. Free public Wi-Fi with <laughs> yeah. five asterisks. And, yeah, yeah. You know, like it looks pretty suspicious. I tether most of the time when that happens because I'm not confident that those are the legit I still things. do enjoy the, the, the fun, like, fake names that people put up, like, uh, cheating on my Wi-Fi and, like, FBI you know, surveillance, FBI surveillance van. van. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's another one I see from time to time. Hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so that was your, uh, your, that what? was, we so, just talked about our, our trying to land coming home six and a half hour yeah. mm-hmm. uh, journey, um, and then John shared that, you know, you getting to New York was also a little fun. Was your double um, Manhattan in the morning? What time was this? <laughs> Were you like one no, of those well, airport travelers? I was like at the bar. It's at noon 7 somewhere. Okay. I was first of all. I was. Uh, I saved the company day. a lot of money on that because <laughs> I could have had justification. Yeah. I, I could have had ten of those. Eric. Well, it's um, funny because Sean goes, "I'm having a double Manhattan." I go, "That's a thirty dollar drink <laughs> at an airport." It but, was a nineteen dollar drink. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. And if, you, if you need to know, Listen, John. Um, he go, and this is why I selected it. Um, Special. I'm like, I'll have a Manhattan. He goes, well, what kind of whiskey do you like? I go, well, I, I tend to, you know, I really prefer rye. And he's like, well, I can do bullet rye, and it's going to be $22, or I can make you a double maker's mark for 19 and I'm like, I'll, Sold. I'll go with the double. Double Sold. maker's mark. Sold. So I say the company $2. <laughs> and he suffered through yeah. the maker's mark. <laughs> Bargaining oh. with the bartender. <laughs> I should be the next CFO here. <laughs> I should be approving Can your guys. Can we go lower and sheets. get a triple? Yeah. Why what didn't you get a here? double of well, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Denied. Or you can do a gentleman Jack. For <laughs> you should be. Bo- why didn't you sneak a bottle of early times into your what business? If, <laughs> can we do like a group purchase where I get like three of the guys next to me to go in on a double two mm-hmm. and we lower a price down to fourteen? Jeez. Uh, well, so that's Sean. That that probably leads us to um, you know. You being in charge, you met one of your employees that I'm you never knew. Well, we that should, was yeah, interesting. That was we could yeah, this guy's giving me a uh, sort of, I, I would say the stink eye from no, across no. the bar, but he's giving me a definite, like, I should know this guy, or we've met, or there's deja vu, or something like that. And uh, we we had it for, because uh, I don't know if listeners... I, so I was talking to Ben. Yeah. ben. Ben is who we're talking about. I was talking to Ben for a while, and we're in conversation, but he keeps, like, Staring at Sean, like as we're talking, <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't. I think he works out in ago, New York. Whatever. A long time um, ago, we had a bug so, in one of our systems and, where if a like sort of foreign key reference in LDAP, if if your manager left or your assistant left, it, it couldn't authenticate you. So it was like one of those things. Like we we need to fix this now. So I I just like I was like changing code in prod, and I needed a. Uh, an employee that I didn't think would leave in the next 48 hours until we could fix it the real way. So I just put myself in as I'd be your new manager or I'd be your new value assistant. Value couldn't be null. Need a value. And Sean then we just moved on to the next bug. Yeah. Back then we were fighting fires all the time. Like two years later, somebody runs a report and I'm managing like 500 people. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the bug. Never implemented so a the, real fix. This and Ben guy. So I'm talking to Ben in the office. Ben keeps staring at him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So we're here this week talking to Microsoft, and you know, I'm here with Steve and Sean, you know, you know, Sean Flannery, and he's like, whoa, whoa, what? That that Sean Flannery? That was my manager for like six months. <laughs> like, the asshole never reviewed like, me. Yeah. <laughs> never like, well, you gotta meet Sean then, yeah. your manager for six months, who you know you didn't even know. So he walks over and we tell the story yeah. of why we did that. It was like, hey, you know, here we go. It <laughs> um, was so good. What's funny is I actually got no one ever called me about being anyone's manager ever, but I got a lot of calls about being people's assistants, which is an interesting way our industry works. Where not a lot, like maybe uh, three or four a year. Where they'd be like, oh, hey, uh, my manager, I'm the assistant for this person, and they're about to go into a meeting with this person, and I've, I've heard rumors that they're an asshole, and <laughs> like they're trying to get like the lowdown on these people, and. <laughs> But I, what I, well, they have, yeah. yeah, you've got a story, John. So I, I just always told them they have a great sense of humor. Don't worry about anything. And then I, uh, I put, just playing around one day, I put Gavin as my assistant in, yeah. in the directory. And then, like a year later, I was going to Cannes mm-hmm. Festival, and uh, Gavin gets a phone call, and he's like, "Hey, uh, John, someone just called me and asked for your headshot." 
Do you have a headshot I can send them? Because they need to... Mr. They need to do my credentials for the, the conference. Yeah. They needed my headshot, but they called Gavin instead. Well, I would have had fun with that. I would have sent oh, him like a, oh, like I'm a sure picture he, of he a... He could have, yeah. pretty good at Photoshop, too. That could have been bad. <laughs> So was Gavin. Mustache. Back to Mr. Peanut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was looking through some of the Adobe business request reasonings the other day, and I didn't see anyone that just put, why do you need Adobe Photoshop? It was just like pranks. <laughs> Sadly, it was, wasn't as interesting as that. But, Ross, you know, next time. Next you time. Get, you see an opportunity, take it. So um, what what else did you guys experience from in, last week? Yeah, yeah, what do you guys experience? Like, there's a lot of we uh we we went to a dinner with Microsoft. That was a lot of fun. We had some good wine. We had some good wine almost all weekend long. Yes, Monday that is true. Wine. It was a good wine and, week. Yeah. Um, you, Tuesday we had some good wine. Oh, don't skip over the the wine dinner uh, with Microsoft, where you took the opportunity to ensure that every single individual from Microsoft learned the value of graph API. So if, if nobody was, knows if nobody was, knows Sean um, personally and deals with him uh, when he starts drinking, he's loud all the time. But the as soon as he gets a few drinks in him, the volume goes up. 11. And I'm, well, I'm hard of hearing. <laughs> and... Uh, all right, we'll go with that. As an alcoholic, <laughs> yeah, we'll start there. So there have been studies that have showed that the reason why you get so loud when you're drunk is because your cerebral cortex can't pick up sound as well. So you're so actually amping science. it up because yeah, you can't just science. Just hear drunk yourself. Science. You just you don't hear yourself. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear yourself, which isn't to necessarily excuse it. But um, your brain saying, "I can't believe he's saying this stuff." So <laughs> so let's like, let me just no 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 no. I don't hear what he's saying. Let me brain. just let me, let me just paint a picture of my end of this because my end of this was at the end of the table. Sean was kind of roughly in the middle of the table, maybe a little bit towards the opposite end from where I was sat, and I'm hearing. The, the volume level go up. And I know that he sat next to uh, a listener here, Rich, who oh, is, uh, he and Rich are having a good time, apparently had an interesting ordering wine experience. Um, and, and across from Dion, who's, you know, n- no, uh, not shy from interacting with his environment. He's a very social creature. And I so modulate as needed. He's, go- <laughs> he's going to amp it up as others amp it up. Um, so all of a sudden this din, this, this loud, loud asshole. This, this loud bursts are starting to come over there. And I'm like, okay, I think I better go we were, to the other end of the we table. We were barely invited to this, and they're going nuts over there. What's happening? I'm going to go nuts. I mean, on the wine. They were getting the wine down to us fast enough. So Rich and I are ordering. And like, I think the guy at Microsoft like really knows his wine, so he's like really like inspecting it. And Rich and, Rich and I are just blindly pointing at the menu and ordering stuff for it's our It's like side. pin the tail on the donkey yeah. on the wine list. And, and like, I heard, oh, good, we didn't hit a $7,000 one. Yay! And I heard this this story I heard after the fact that they're pointing at the list, knowing that uh, like the Microsoft guy next to me points at like the $8,000 bottle of wine on that list that they're pointing at blindly going, yeah, get no, me No, yeah, we were literally They ordered an $8,000 bottle no, of wine? No, no. No, luckily, luckily, have. luckily well, we didn't they have. Well, but the Microsoft guy didn't. No, no, okay. absolutely not. He pointed not. out that he could have. Absolutely um, not. I think he was actually asking you to order it, Steve. No, I think I think he was pretty <laughs> much going, <laughs> can you believe this is on this list? Yeah. Because there was a whole series of those. So I go over and I'm like, 
Rich, could you maybe you're right next to Sean? Could you just help tone this down? Well, well a you walked bit? by me and did one of those gestures, and then I was like, that was that was after I talked to you Rich. Did, I was you like, did that what did Rich, Rich first? Say, tell <laughs> tell Sean oh, to just okay. as he gets a little excited, just wind him down. He, go, he looks at me. He goes. That's your problem. That's not mine. <laughs> yes. Perfect CTO answer. <laughs> so, then, the Dion, then, Dion, I walk around the table, and I look at you. We make eye contact, yes. and I'm like... And I'm and, like, and, oh shit, I've modulated too high. <laughs> I will lower my and voice. And he Dial took that as a personal <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm like, no, no, I'm like, no. Okay, Clearly I, there's a loud person here. And there's only one well, of loud people you know, in the world. It's him right I now. I didn't feel I was that bad. But it, I'm still able to respond and lower at this point. And, uh, yeah, so. and then after that, you somebody said, well, you know, he's telling the group about Graph API. and It's uh, amazing. And as soon... From that moment on, from that dinner, through the next two days, if I said jokingly something about Graph API, oh my God, you went right back into it. You were like, no, no, no seriously, this is real. This, you, I want to tell you all about why well, this is... In, a- in my... I, I don't know if I, I... I did... Yeah, I was a little bit of a broken record. But I, 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 I will say, and I will I say will in your defense, that. you had an opportunity... You took it. You made sure all seven Microsoft people understood well, it the value. Was more, and I don't th- think they had ever seen it in that that way. And they before, were so. they are I'm glad you did what you did. There is maybe, a yeah, uh a related project that in my opinion is pushing us away from that, which is a better solution, and that was one of the reasons why I think I was a, a broken record. But yeah, I was definitely a broken record. I was checking with people and getting updates through the week. Uh and the consensus was uh, you guys all dressed the same, and Steve and Dion walked around like uh, Doctor Evil and Mini Me, <laughs> and uh, Sean, awesome. Sean Sean looks a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate depictions, perfect. <laughs> well, Thursday morning. Well, there was no hot water in my hotel either. Uh, our hotel. <laughs> I used the shower. It's like Richard's like we have a shower downstairs, and there's disposable towels, and I have. Always wanted to. I've talk always to wanted to see the disposable towel. So I, yeah, I was showering in the office. Wait, I love it. This guy is showering in the office. We, yeah, we, I had we to challenged in the Sean to walk into the meeting, and be like, "Listen, guys, clothes got wet. Just in the disposable <laughs> towel, ready to talk graph API." <laughs> that would have been good. No, yeah. that that morning that the uh, the hotel didn't have hot water was was a shocking morning. Oh, it was yeah. Did you shower in cold water? Yeah, I did. That yeah. was after yep. your wine night. Yep. Or the yep. wine night. That was that was the day after the wine. Yeah, the Microsoft. Night we had. Uh, yes, yes. So yeah. yeah. I didn't actually. Um, so uh, oh my god. The next morning. No, no, it was not the fits. That happened to me at the fits. The next morning was my rougher morning. Um, because we we kind of went out with others, and I think it was those uh, those last whiskeys back at the hotel that I probably should never have done at the yeah, same uh, here. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were watching now. the State of the Union. Yeah. And uh, and that and that's just going to make you drink. So. Yeah, it will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So thank you, Eric, for joining us today. I hope you had a good time. Always. <laughs> Bye. Oh my Anyone? gosh, that was close. I just, was um, so, uh, what else happened in New York that I thought was of? 
of interest. Uh, I don't think there was. Did well, Sean I, actually see what we do for a living? Do you see any advertising getting done? Or uh, you what know, was it I mean, like to be in an office that actually had a lot more activity and, and vibrance to it? Was Did that do anything to you? I mean, I remember those days. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so it's not like it was foreign to me. Um, it was, you know... It was interesting to see how the, the future layout of offices is going to be with tables and things like that. That was a little new for me. Um, but uh, I think, to be honest with you, that the you know we had a, an, an amazing experience with your brother. I don't know if you want to get into any of that stuff and, and cross promote the, the, his Twitter account um, with Kevin. That was a, that was probably the standout evening as far as like you know just dinner and and nice drinks and conversation well we weren't um, tired and hung over yes from, well you know, I, we anyways, got there that well, was the next day <laughs> right so <laughs> we had that nice experience um was that what just ocean prime is that what it's called ocean prime yeah so that was nice yeah uh the sparks dinner was the the graph is amazing oh, nights, sparks? and nice. then yeah. um, that was microsoft i would say the and that was on yeah and then i would say the 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 time we spent at the bar talking to coworkers was the part that I was kind of like, oh, this would be, this would be nice more often, if you know, we, with, yeah. with the teammates that we work with on a daily basis through tools and chat and, and email. It's kind of nice to kind of you know, yeah, stand around and talk to them in real per, you know, real life and and you know, talk to them about things and and get to know so, people and that that was, that was a nice. Did part you see of the, the of did, the trip? Did you see the creepy dude at the end of the bar? Yep, who was like. Yep, hugging everybody. I found out about that dude yesterday. Yes. See, he did, I, I didn't interact with him long enough to realize how creepy this guy is. And I, yeah. And apparently um, was let go in November. And he's still showing up. And he just shows up at the bar. So I guess bar he night. women by kissing them six times. Like, like you know, like Italians might, you, you know, in Italy, like... The cheek, cheek, cheek. Yeah. But he's like, cheek, 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 oh, cheek. No. Yeah, I, no. I mean... No. Like, I... It, it was mind-boggling to Jersey, me when, right? when I so when I realized <laughs> that that was because they were making fun of some dude though. who kissed six times, and I'm like, oh my god, that's ridiculous. I mean, they ought to fire the asshole. And they're like, we did fire him. I'm like, well, then why are you still talking about him? They're like, well, he shows up to some company events. I'm like, what? How does he even get in the building? I mean, exactly. That was my question. Like, like, why is there not the security? List? Like, yeah, yeah. Well. Thankfully, not my responsibility. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's Rich's yeah, responsibility. Exactly. Is he go. in the directory still? <laughs> yeah. There was one time I was there at, at the the office bar, and there's this girl that I guess she wears roller skates around the office. Were you at there that time, Steve? No, I do not remember. So that. she's just buzzing around the bar. She's got her roller skates on, no and I'm talking to our coworkers. And they're like, "Oh yeah, she's she does this all the time. She just roller skates around the office and." And then I had left, and I was going down the escalator, and I see her coming with me. I'm like, she's been drinking pretty heavily at the bar. And she had a roller skate. Had a roller skate still on, on the escalator. On the escalator. Okay. Down goes Foreman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, next thing I know, I just see her, you know, jump into the middle of Lexington Avenue and just bolt down the, the down oh, the street on her ro- on her uh, roller her. skates. All right. Well, well Eric used to she's doing, right. the wheelies or he whatever. He heelies in his heelies. gym shoes that he would heely around the office yeah. to go get his water or, you know, whatever. And yeah. Like a nine-year-old because he was wearing nine-year-old shoes. I mean, it's fine. He weighs as much as a nine-year-old. <laughs> he weighs, yeah. You know I think what? my 11-year-old actually weighs more than Eric. Jelly. That's a true story. You're just jelly. Just jelly. Probably he does, I mean, and, and he's said this on the pod before. He does brag about the fact that no carnival teller can ever guess his weight ever because <laughs> he's so it's, low. It's like yeah. his superpower. Yeah. You can never guess my weight. <laughs> That's the worst superpower ever. Yeah. 
But ever. it works out. <laughs> he works out. Muscle mass. The TSA is impressed. Wait, I thought Dion had the the worst superpower, which is he can fart when he has blueberry beer. Oh, is that Thor's superpower? It's a yeah. bad one. I guess we'll test that today at lunch. No blueberry beer. No, no, no. no we're not doing beer. any no. of that. Do not do that. That's what we heard. Stay away from the blueberry. Oh, okay. Right. Is there blueberry beer there? That yes. There is. That's the uh, joke has re- resurfaced, uh, if you will. Uh, <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> Only now. Uh, anything else from New York? Well, I mean, no. I, and I think it was a nice, <clears throat> quick trip. And it was we, great. Uh, meetings were good. And it was fun to see everybody. So what's what's going on in the world of technology? Does anybody have uh, something interesting from technology this week? Did you week? see that Google is now paying more in EU fines than taxes yes. worldwide. Isn't that insane? That yeah. is... That's pretty crazy. Totally insane. Yeah. And um, I, I just... I'm trying to figure out... Are they just trying to sort the law out? Because that was the big deal when they introduced uh, all of the GDPR stuff, right? Yeah. Was, well, there is impressive. We need yet. some case studies yeah. to actually say... Case law it, to say, yeah. yeah, how are they going to do this? But it can't go on like that. I mean, they have to change their model, or, or they're just they going to keep being fined. I mean, maybe and, that's just the cost of doing business, though, right? And they're okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I mean, they're not paying any taxes, so it's like, this is our taxes. This is the cost wow. of doing business. What, what I find fascinating to me as an American consumer is I sometimes feel the best protection I have is that these companies are so distributed worldwide that it might just be cheaper to comply with Europe. Oh yeah, because my own government won't protect me. Like the U.S. Like because that's why all our Android phones have the same charger now, right? Was the the, yeah, U- the EU, EU laws law. yeah. that force them to a single charger, and they're like, well, as much as we'd love to fuck Americans by by having our own charger there, it'll actually cost us more to have a proprietary power port and only sell it in America. I guess fuck it, we got to be kind to Americans now too. But it's like the EU is actually protecting us better, in my opinion, Yeah, but it's going to fall apart. As soon as, you know, Brexit goes through, the whole EU yeah, is going to fall apart. Oh, man, that'll be dangerous times, right? Yeah, it would be very... Yeah. It would be very dangerous. I, well, I it is dangerous. I that it's going to fall apart, honestly. I, I, yeah. That was tongue firmly in cheek. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe it will fall apart, but... Um, uh, I did post the two-factor story from the guy who's suing Apple. Oh, for Apple? That's hilarious, yeah. because yeah, it, it, it works... So explain to me what, off. like, what is he suing about? It's hard. He doesn't like it. Well, I think the, <laughs> I think the crux of his case is that you can't opt out of it. Yeah, it's inconvenient. The, the, he doesn't like the inconvenience and the additional time it takes to get to his data. Okay. And that he feels he should be able to opt out of it. So they're taking care of me. He opted and in. I don't want to be taken he, care but of. But he, he doesn't realize he opted in, and he. But uh, can you opt out? He said, "I don't think you can opt out." He says, "After like, according to his thing, is after a certain time, you can't just turn it off and walk away from it." So he he doesn't like that. He also said that it takes two to five minutes for every login for him, whatever whatever he's doing or waiting for or whatever. Kind of bad data plan. Yeah. So his experience has been bad. So he's like, "I I can't wait two probably, minutes." To probably on T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, he's going to say he's on a satellite yeah. internet connection somewhere. But, right? Yeah. So you know, yeah. In the, well, in the I, cabin in the he woods, would have right? a case against yeah. Microsoft. I feel so. It and is we so atrocious with Microsoft. We did agree to that. <laughs> Why is it so atrocious? What part is atrocious? I think our implementation of it 
is atrocious. No, our, no, our policies are yeah. bad. Well, yes. there, there, all right, so <laughs> there's our policies, and that's an issue, which is bad. But then there are also structural problems with Microsoft's OAuth implementation, which is that it doesn't OAuth at the device level. It OAuth. So, like, for example, yeah. if I'm in, if I've registered a device, that OAuth talk, token should work for Teams. It should work on the device. for Outlook, uh, client, Outlook on the anything. Like, we're all Microsoft, for better yeah. or worse. So I'm in like seven apps, yeah. which means I'm managing seven different OAuth tokens on yeah. one device, yeah. which is ridiculous. I, I agree that is a bad yeah. element. And that's not us. That public. is a structural problem. Public. But back and to you the, the policy. you have the Authenticator app installed, though, right? No, I don't, yeah. Well, that's your problem. So if you have the Authenticator yeah, but the, app... But, but that doesn't change the fact that that's just a swipe versus... Well, I mean, the, it's easy for me to memorize a six-digit number. But the the way that they've implemented it that they want you to do is have the Authenticator app with the other seven apps installed so that when you do get prompted <clears> in the in the one app, it goes there and back and you don't have to touch it. But you're still swipe... I mean... No, you're not. And welcome back to the people that yeah. were listening to Ron Burgundy. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> 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 you really want to go back to Ron Burgundy during this conversation. I also find it hilarious. The, the funniest thing I find about Microsoft is they make you OAuth the actual OAuth factor device. So I'll be on my cell phone yeah. Yeah. going to check email, and they're it's like, oh, you need to cell. register this device. It's like, pal, are you serious? Like, <laughs> this is the device. Uh, I've never seen that before in the history of OAuth, where 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 the again it's, I, it's our policy. It's needs, our policy. No, I think that's structural with Microsoft. I don't because they don't do it at the device level. They do it with cookies. I am wondering if there are ways that I I get what you're saying, but I am curious if we have basically ticked too many boxes on oh. multi-factor everywhere this way, and so that's therefore each thing is saying, well, I've got this setting. I'm not going to trust what has already been done over there. I, 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 though I, I think it's actually, I don't know. Well, I know, like, what's her name? Uh, who's the head of, she's, like, the head of security and T-Mobile. She works in here. Like, she, like, blogged about not PETA when it first came out, um, Leslie, something or other. But I she's always bitching about Microsoft not OAuth picture. all the time and how terrible it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, she's, like, a worldwide <clears throat> security leader. I just blame Dion that he's messing well, around yeah. settings. D- and Dion and... Uh, that's what TH, we did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I helped implement some of that. That's my, what we My policies are what force you to do what you have to do. So it, you yeah. fucked but, it up. You fucked it up pretty good, Dion. What I'm trying and to say is, we can all agree on that. You. This is something Carlo's just learning. You can't yeah. sue me over it. That's all I'm trying you to can't say. Sue you can't sue me over it. Carlo, watch out for this. <laughs> I'm actually. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do an unsolicited email to this guy. And I'm like, you should call this guy as a, as a, a character witness. Dion, <laughs> you got anything else over oh, there? I mean, the Sounded other. Like you were going uh, somewhere. Well, the other tech story that I brought up uh, had to do with Valentine's Day, um, and it related to our office space in, in a way, in that. Um, uh, that there's a business out there this year that is um, telling you to forget buying chocolates for your Valentine and buy them a cockroach. Chocolate-covered. Uh, no, cockroaches are crickets. Oh, this was your ex, though. This is, yeah. this is a... Don't buy it for your sweetheart. Buy, it, oh. buy, <laughs> buy, buy a cockroach that, that, uh, that will name your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, and then they'll feed that cockroach to a meerkat. Yeah. Alive. Online on Valentine's oh Day, meerkats are pretty cool. You can you can feel better. Meerkats are cool. I um, love meerkats. I mean, in a way, cockroaches <laughs> are cool too. Uh, but I mean, I could you imagine being that petty? 
to yeah. spend money on that, you, you know. Oh, there there oh. are some exes that deserve. Not I, not that <laughs> I have any. Hell, you Wait, know, we're calling Betty. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> my wife, my wife's, uh, my wife's best friend uh, definitely has an ex that's worthy of this. Worthy so. of a cockroach to be eaten oh, yeah. meerkat. But don't you feel? On Facebook. Okay. It, it may, right. Maybe I'm saying this as somebody who who hasn't had as terrible experiences as others. But don't you feel it's like, well, I'm just keeping them in my head if I do all this. Exactly. And, like, like exactly. don't you feel it's like. It's sort of better to just leave it all behind, and maybe that's easier said than done. Maybe this, I admit but maybe that. this is the step that somebody needs. To maybe, move on. maybe that's know. part of the healing. But, but process. the reason why I thought yeah. it was apropos of us is we would have unlimited cockroach resource at our disposal in this building. In this really building? wanted to like. Do you get a discount what? if you supply your you own cockroach? <laughs> like like we mail that to them. I'm no, I'm saying I might compete. have a few up my pant yeah. leg. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I'm saying we compete against this company. Oh, and, I see what you're saying. When's the last time you like, saw a cockroach yeah, yeah. in this building? Yeah, yeah but our, we also have. Uh, wait, wait, I mean, well, first I of all, where are we going to keep the meerkat? You are climbing I know. I know. But now, now we got I've a never meerkat. Seen How are we going to get a meerkat out of the zoo? In our current space, I've never seen one. Our current one. space and is completely in locked my old, down. In our old yeah. space, I had one crawl. They're mind. still out there once a month, yeah. just so you know. Oh, the mer- I mean, this is a what? A hundred-year-old building in downtown see- Chicago. There's cockroaches. Are, are there still cockroaches out there on the floor? It's been a while. <laughs> okay, we, we got confirmation that there there has they been are, some. It would be it's impossible not as <laughs> to get cockroaches out of Are they of still falling from the ceiling? Impossible. Not lately, but they, yeah, they do fall from get the ceiling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're uh, they run faster than horses almost. I, I mean, like they're an amazing, amazing creature. Just like, like is that how true? That sounds like that's they're really the fastest like insect thing. Uh, in the world. They're some horses they run faster than they run like so, like an incredible speed. They can survive in like pretty much anything. Yes. They totally. can go a long time without eating. They're willing to cannibalize each other. Like they're just Im- impossible to and kill. You should, did I, did you I ever... should not stomp them because when, they eat it. When right? you no, when you stomp them, you release their their eggs. They get caught in your shoe, and then you take them home with take you. Take them home. Yeah, that's amazing. That, that's yeah. how durable they are. What were you going to say, <clears> Ross? <throat> did I did I ever tell my um my microwave story? Oh my god! No, oh my god. I don't know. I do, I do you want to tell it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back to Ron Burgundy. Back to Ron Burgundy, and we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think about this one. So go on. So yeah. So in my previous apartment, we we had a cockroach problem, and oh Nikki was saying that they were coming out of the microwave, and I was like, no fucking way! Not, not even a cockroach can survive the radiation of a, of a microwave. It yeah. cooks things by yeah. vibrating the vo- water molecules inside it of it. It boils you. Uh-huh. It boils you alive. Yeah. There's no way. And eventually I did open up uh, the, the microwave and there was a nest. Of- oh, oh, my God. They, they, do, they do like electronics. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Isn't there a warmth? Well, there's yeah. warmth, yeah. and a lot of the yeah. the other thing is like you you'll see them on the refrigerator in the back of the. If you've ever had a problem, I live in an uh, apartment that had a problem. I guess the other thing is a lot of electronics have so many coils in the background that water will condense around them, and and that's all they really need is yeah. water. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so they like like they won't. They've learned they're actually like relatively smart for an insect. They've learned not to go into sinks because they can't get out. Hmm. So they like like uh, the coils on the back of a refrigerator yeah. and that kind of stuff because they can get all the moisture they need from that. It's I mean they really are a fascinating creature. 
Well, I, I don't think that they've learned anything. It's just that all of them that tried the sink just Yeah, that killed. might be enough. They just have enough that the ones that survived were the ones that just picked that as their house, you know? And, yeah. Natural selection. Darwin um, was right. I love, I love it. Now, maybe I'm just oblivious, which is entirely probable, but um, I love that we go to New York, we're walking down the street, and sure enough, there's a big-ass cockroach. I don't think I've seen a cockroach in New York in, like, three years. Oh, really? And, rats eat them. And... I you see and I, it, and, and, and then your comment was, well, at least it's not a rat. And I'm like, yeah. well, the cockroaches have... <laughs> I have actually seen a rat more recently yeah. than a cockroach yeah. in so, New York. <laughs> that's what it is. I'm used to the garbage. It's fine. Yeah. Um, cra- crazy. So ca- the cockroach segment? What was that? I, what we, well, was I do have another cockroach Day story. And, I can oh, tell my God. Oh, yes. Oh my God. I'll skip. Valentine's Day, cockroaches, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just gotta, don't get how that's a we good should gift. probably uh, be on mic. I think we got uh, lunch. I'm starving myself. Yes, yeah. yes. We, well, we one more cockroach story. One more cockroach uh, story. Then we, we don't. I mean, <coughs> what are we, we have Let's lessons hear it, learned Let's to hear finish it, with. Oh yeah, we got, we got to end on that one. Uh, We're gonna learn when we had the uh, Mark guy come out and fix our drain. Yep. yep. He's like he warned us. He said, uh, "Yeah, when uh, drains start smell like this, you might see a few more." Uh, Cockroaches around here, so something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, and we oh, haven't seen old mistake for rotting food. Yep. Yeah, I haven't yep, seen yeah. it, but but I got to tell you, solved the problem in great. there. Yeah. It's great it in great. there now. Yep. So well done again, team. So we usually do a, a quick uh, what we learned in the past week, go around the room, and then I think we should end with Ross. God, um, I would like to preface. this. He just with, learned this about uh, uh, yeah hour and a half ago. Yeah, go ahead. So, I would like to preface this with the fact that English is not my first language. And I, <laughs> okay, and I did not know, Okay, but right. I did learn something today. All right. Um, uh, and I think somebody else should actually tell this. Well, we, we should also preface it with that you were forced to learn this by being a little sexist, you know. And, uh, Wait, uh, so, okay. so, 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 hang on. So, <laughs> oh, Are we sure we should go into Dan this? Dan will make this better. Maybe John, one yeah. more cockroach story, okay? <laughs> Maybe John instead. John had the... Ear pods from Apple for a while, and Ross has referred to them as douche pods since he's had them, essentially. Yeah. And then um, Carla joined us, and Carla's also got Apple ear pods on her that she uses, and they're great. And I'm actually looking to get some. And so I, ha- they get I the have next them. Gen- yeah, I think you have them. Lots of people us. have them. One of us. Oh, sorry. No. So he. Uh, <laughs> I was he very disappointed. He's like, "Oh, pods. you have douche pods," and she's like. Excuse me? <laughs> Where's HR at? <laughs> HR is here quarterly. And, and uh, not really. Ross says, well, it doesn't matter. You can't be a douche because you're a girl. Well, no. You say something My, to that effect. So how do, My, hey, Carla, how do you feel that the story progresses from here after he says you have douche pods? I, I was confused as to what a douche pod was. Uh, <laughs> Explanation. Earthshare. So, so then he said, you know, well, it's, it's usually uh, guys that are the douche. It's a guy thing. And I said, I don't think you know what a douche is. True story. And they didn't. <laughs> Enter <laughs> Google. <laughs> to which he says, oh, it's a waterfall? Yeah. So he keeps reading. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, he keeps of. reading. Paragraph and then, one. And, and I find, find what a douche is. And then I was just confused because the one that I was looking up was like a vinegar-based one. I was like, why would... <laughs> What the? <laughs> and as we're as he's like discovering, you could see his face change, words coming Whoa. out. Vinegar. He's like, oh. Oh. And he goes, 
because it is like, I think his brain is like discovering the actual meaning for what a douche, douchebag, a douche, douche nozzle, nozzle, all of yeah. these like terms. He's just it like, pretty funny. Then he goes, oh, you uh, guys are assholes. Your English language sucks. He goes, no. he goes, Summer's Eve? <laughs> Summer's Eve is like a whole life experience in about four minutes thanks to Google. No, and honestly, I mean, I, I learned this word from, you know, movies, television, yeah. and whatnot. Oh. And in my head, every time somebody said douche, in my, th- there was a picture in my mind with a jerk. A ga- ga- like an asshole. An asshole. asshole. A male, like, like, a ma- yeah, male, male asshole. asshole. Yeah. I had no other connotation to associate with this word that, besides yeah, that. That makes sense. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. And I, in your defense, at, at the end of your journey, you apologized <laughs> to Carla <laughs> for like, I have no idea. So This podcast brought yeah. to you by the good folks at Massengill. <laughs> <laughs> And the Ron Burgundy new listener podcast. now. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, I think that was a great way to end. And that was right on theme because that is, Google did play a role in this because that was part of that it whole did. thing. So well Pluses done, and guys. Uh, <laughs> we have to go off and celebrate Chicago today. So we have been the Worldwide IT guys. Yay, Chicago. Yay, Good Chicago. Um, thank you all for listening. We will catch you next week. Bye. Cheers. Later. So that's a reasonable facsimile of what we do on the podcast. <laughs> we found out how, how, how the word douche came to be an asshole, and it started in the novel, oh, Here to Eternity, which I... Oh, really? It was used in 1951. I've never read that novel. It's supposed to be amazing. I, I've seen the movie. I mean, it's more known for the movie. Yeah, the movie I just wanted, like, I think the funniest part of that story, though. Well, the funniest part of the story was <laughs> oh, it's yeah, also yeah. referenced in the novelization of E.T. It's just the, the movie because it was edited out. But, you know, Spielberg's what? like, hey, where's my douchebag line? <laughs> That's awesome. I think that's about when he, that's their target, you know, the douchebag.